0: Welcome to the Ride Podcast by the Horse and Rider Editorial Team. The ride takes you on a deep dive into stories of horse, men and women who have inspired us for generations. I'm your host, Michaela Jacobs, and I will be taking you into the Horse and Rider Vault to explore stories crafted by leading authors in horse and rider history to expand your understanding of the personalities that shape this Western horse life. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Ride Podcast. I am flying solo this week. Both Chelsea and Nicole have other obligations, so they aren't able to be on this podcast episode, but we are going to have just as much fun without them as we normally do with them. Uh, So this roundtable discussion is just going to be myself, and it will be cut a little bit shorter because I don't want to give you too much insight as to what to expect from this interview that we are once again doing. You all seem to really love the last episode that was an interview with Chris Pfizer. So I thought that doing a back-to-back interview would really benefit you guys, especially with this group of horsewomen that I did an interview with. This one is also special because it's an interview between three women who started a Facebook group called Aging Horsewomen International. It's a really special group. Um, It is for horsewomen, but they don't just talk about horses. They talk about all things life. It's a safe space for women who don't want to share their problems with family members or anyone else on their social media. They can share within the group and even be anonymous. But the way these ladies talk is that this group has become more than just a little bitty group. There are over 50,000 members and they are a family. They're a sisterhood and they are looking to grow their sisterhood and just gain more family members to help talk horses and life and what it's like to be an aging horsewoman. And they don't just, you know, apply to aging. Aging means many different things. So if you're a 20-something like myself, you're more than welcome to join the group. You can offer advice. You can seek out advice from women who are older and wiser. There are just so many opportunities with this group. And one of the cool things about them is that they have been featured on a Times Square billboard. They have joined forces with Facebook for a campaign and with that campaign came the billboard and I will leave that as a little bit of a surprise for you guys because I don't want to give that away because that is something super important um they're also doing philanthropy work um you know those types of things this group is just leaps and bounds and only looking to grow and expand with what they can do just starting out as one woman looking for fellow friends who are among the aging horsewomen who love horses and have a fear of getting back on their horse. Um, That kind of unites a lot of people. So from here, uh, I think we will jump into the interview. We have three wonderful ladies from the Facebook group Aging Horsewomen, and I'm really excited for them to explain more about this Facebook group. It is a ginormous group with a lot of community and guys, can you just tell me more about what the group is and how it started? I, I think I'm Sharon. I
1: started the group um, three years ago. I had always envisioned my retirement spent trail riding. My w- reality didn't match that dream. working as a dialysis nurse, I had both feet operated on for arthritis and both knees replaced. Because of arthritis pain, I had become a whole lot less active, lost balance and strength, gained weight. And all of that led me to fear my horse. And I was going into depression and thinking, am I the only one in the world facing this. So on January 27, I reached out with a group saying, is anybody
0: else afraid of their horse because of the golden years? And that was the start of the group. So how did the other two get involved with the group? Um, so I started it. This is Julie. I'm um, one of the admins.
2: And I actually found the group when I was sitting in a waiting room while my husband was having a surgery. And it just sort of popped up in my Facebook feed. And that was um, a little over two and a half years ago. And when I first joined, there were about 3,000 members already. So Sharon had done a phenomenal job of growing the group and, and ladies just kind of found her. Um I, I remember we talked a little bit about how Sharon was feeling a little overwhelmed and I asked her if she would take a chance on me and let me help her. And she said,
1: yes. Which was the smartest decision I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Julie has been really. a wonderful admin and a really good friend. And she helps keep our group kind and supportive.
2: Well, to be fair though, I'm, I have to say I follow Sharon's lead and I've even told her this, but whenever I come across a post or a comment that is unkind or doesn't belong, I always um, ask myself, what would Sharon do? And so she set the tone, um, the tone of kindness and we don't tolerate rudeness and we don't tolerate you know nasty comments um and i think that has been one of the hallmarks of the group is is the incredible kindness and love and support that we've shown each other
0: yeah i've definitely noticed that um thank you guys for allowing me to join into the group and kind of get some insight in there i've noticed that it is a lot of just kind women talking to each other Asking questions, sharing photos, those types of things. So, is that just the mm-hmm. general type of conversation that you guys do have in the group?
2: Uh, not necessarily. I'm sorry if I interrupted, but I would say not necessarily. I mean, we, Sharon's always said that this is a group about horse women, not just horses. And so, because of that, we're women first. And the women share all kinds of things. It's not just their horses and issues and, you know, that they need help with things that they're experiencing with their horses, but they also share things that are going on in their personal everyday lives that in many cases they don't feel like they can talk to their family or their friends about.
1: Mm -hmm. My theory is we are aging horse women, and anything going on in our lives affects our horse lives. Therefore, it becomes pertinent. And we mm-hmm. have women asking questions not related to horses and getting excellent answers. And we also have some wonderful years of experience, horsewomen who really are great at answering my horse is sick, I'm having this problem, training. So we have a wide variety of questions and support and it's amazing the amount of people who will share their wisdom with us
0: yeah yes. um
3: this is Dawn and um I'm the uh, other admin and also the daughter of Sharon Roberts our founder and so that's how I got started in it Sharon set this up as our inspiration she is the one that has always had the ideas and Julie is the one that works the hardest to make sure that everyone does play nice with others. But for the most part, we have an extremely supportive group of members. Um, my mom named it Aging Woman International, and that causes a lot of discussion for us. Oh, aging, old, can we change the name? But I find the name inspiring because everyone lucky enough to be alive is aging. and Aging doesn't mean we are old in our group. We are not the normal old stereotype. We have 70-year-old women that buck hay every day. We have 80-year-old women who still ride horses. And then when we have days when our bodies hurt or we've got broken or something's failed us, we can get onto this page where it's safe and say, help me, I'm having problems. And immediately, thousands of people from around the world, all kinds of day and night are available to help us.
2: That's very true. And, you know, the other thing about that is that we also have younger women. There aren't a lot of them, but there are enough. You know, some are in their 20s, their 30s, their early 40s. The nice thing about our group is that if you're 20, you're aging. And there are many, many younger women who really appreciate the low drama, Um, they have old souls, they just want to be around mature women who can help guide them, and a lot of times they also contribute a lot to the group and to um, any questions or issues that any of our members are having.
0: Yeah, as a young horsewoman, I really do appreciate that because I Myself would consider myself an older soul, so being able to surround myself in a community of wise horsewomen, it's just kind of a feel-good place that I know that I would like to find myself at.
2: Right, and we do have, you know, Sharon started the mentorship program so that if some of these younger gals or even, you know, some of our more mature women need some help maybe some of them are first time home uh horse owners maybe some of them are um you know experiencing things that they've had experience with horses their whole lives and all of a sudden their horse just you know is doing something really odd so it's so great having such a huge range of wisdom experience life experience horse experience it's, it's amazing, amazing.
0: Yeah, so one thing that I would like to touch base on is it's Aging Horsewomen International. So, do you know by chance how many different countries and locations the group is currently reaching?
1: Oh, yes, we do. Interestingly enough, when we go on our website and look at some of the logistics, the three top cities in our group are all in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that um we have uh, we have a big presence in Australia but we are also in um England and Scotland and Ireland and Italy and France and we have a woman in Belgium who is one of our moderators Canada Egypt Egypt um Peru um Chile um we truly are it started off Aging Horsewomen. And then my members started saying, hey, wait a minute. We're, we we don't think that means us. We want to make sure you're meaning us, too. And so I named it, I changed it to International mm-hmm. because the women were requesting, let's make sure we're saying everybody. And we truly have just grown to being big um, internationally.
0: Okay, one of the things that I found super interesting in the email that you initially sent me was that you were on a Times Square billboard and you are somehow connected (laughs) with Facebook. I don't remember exactly all of that, but can you tell us more about that? Because that is super exciting, not just for your Facebook group, but for the group. Anybody in the horse community, that is so exciting to be somewhere that large of a scale.
1: Julie, you got the first notification from Sky.
2: I did, yes. Um, I was notified on Messenger. This crazy woman tried to contact me on uh, Messenger, and she said, I'm with Facebook, and we've seen your group, and we'd really like to talk to you about doing a special project and we're having this ad campaign and who you know who can we speak to about this and then um, i contacted sharon and we both talked about you know is this a scam or is this legit and eventually came to find out we started working with sky and it ended up being completely legit and i'll let sharon take it from here
1: facebook asked that all group be part of the. More Together campaign. And that campaign is to show the the support that can be brought through communities on Facebook. And so we said, yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we want to do a photo shoot in Los Angeles. Would you be willing to come and We're thinking, well, that could be interesting. And it ended up they took members from my group from all over the U.S. They came from Texas, Colorado, Arkansas, Oklahoma, California. Um, Pennsylvania, I think. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And they flew us in for a photo shoot telling us that our picture would be on the Times Square billboards and on billboards in Chicago
0: and Los Angeles as well.
2: San Francisco
1: and, and L.A.
0: What is the More Together campaign?
1: That is a Facebook campaign. And while we were in Los Angeles, they had groups, three other groups, One was a group of basset hounds, one was people who tree climb, and the other was owners of chubby cats. And it's all about if if you go to Facebook, you can find your tribe, that somewhere there's a tribe of people with your interest, and so you can be more together by being part of a Facebook group.
0: I really like that. And I hope that our listeners join your Facebook group because I think that you all would be a wonderful tribe for them to be involved with. You know, that's we
2: really are. And like I said, you know, Sharon gets all the credit for this because she's the one who set the tone. She's the one who decided on our guidelines and, and. The women have often said that this is more like a sisterhood. It's they, they we they, grieve with each other, we celebrate with each other. We have had um, members meet up together and go for rides together. So it really has become a, an amazing worldwide sisterhood.
0: Yeah. And I know before we started chatting, you guys kind of mentioned how you guys have gotten together and met up. So can you tell me a bit more about your all's relationship?
3: My um, sister was um, going to be showing her horse down in Texas. And um, so that would be also Sharon's daughter. And the friendship had been established with Sharon and Julie very well. And then I got to meet Julie when she decided, you know what? I'm going to go down there too because I'm into the Gypsy Banner and that's the show that the other daughter has been a part of, and so she flew down from Colorado to Texas, and we all got to meet and have meals together and watch a beautiful show with some gorgeous animals and hang out there. And then, of course, we also got to meet and see each other again um, in L.A. for the Facebook group. But That's... We're, we are constantly messaging each other, talking about mm-hmm. what we can do for the group what we can do to help each other. We know a lot about each other personally
0: as well as what is happening on the group. I think that's a very unique aspect for you guys that you, I feel like it's more of a family and a sisterhood, like you said, than just people coming together on a Facebook group and chatting every once in a while. We have multiple posts every single day.
1: Um, people are getting on, and things were international, they're getting on, but it's night time for us in the U.S., but they daytime. And basically, we are sharing our joys, our triumphs, and our concerns. And people are laughing and applauding and so excited when you've done something for the first time and it was successful. And we're getting together and grieving when your horse is sick or has died, which unfortunately Mm -hmm. happens frequently on our group. Uh, And when you have a concern on what am I doing here? I don't know how to get to the next level in the riding. We have wonderful, experienced women that are, oh, yeah, been there, done that. And you'll have a dozen replying on, well, this is how I did it. And many of these women actually have internet courses that they sell, but they're here giving away their advice for free
0: of the goodness of their hearts. What are your next plans for the group to kind of keep building that community? I know having such a big group, I'm sure, is a really hard task. And joining forces with Facebook, I mean, that really hits a level of where do you go from here?
2: Oh boy, sky's the limit with this group. Um, Sharon's got some ideas and we're working on actually um, a special project where we're going to have an ask the trainer. Um, We have a very well-known trainer lined up so that um, whenever he's available, maybe once or twice a month, we'll be able to have our members ask a question in any discipline about any kind of issue or concern or, you know, just wanting information. And so that's one of the things that's going to be fantastic that we can offer our group.
1: And another thing we're working on is um, we love hearing the tales of how people have met in the real life and trying to find ways of of getting the people interested who want to meet and ride, being able to find each other. And that's one of our goals as well.
2: Mm -hmm. One other thing that we should probably mention too is that we have a Cafe Press t-shirt shop where Sharon has downloaded um, or uploaded, whichever one it is, a bunch of different designs and sayings. And the cool thing about our group is that the proceeds from that cafe press shop go to a charity called Heroes and Horses, which is equine therapy for veterans with um, uh, PTSD and other trauma. So it's not just about us. You know, we've used our community to spread the the love and um, do something really, really wonderful with our our group.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that stands out about you guys is, you know, the community, the family, and now this. I mean, that is something that not a lot of people can say that they were able to do is start a community and just keep growing it beyond anything imaginable and helping other people whether it be those grieving with their horses or the veterans with financial support. Mm-hmm. That is just so incredible of you guys to be able to do this.
2: Can I, if I can just um, say that we wouldn't be able to do it without our other admins, um our moderators. We have Anita, who's based in Bulgaria and who's been with us for a couple of years now. And she generally will take over when we're sleeping. And then we also have Cindy, who um, is one of the ladies who joined us in L.A., and she's just fabulous. She does a really fun little thing where she's got a Clydesdale and a Minnie who are best friends. And on Monday morning, um Caesar and um oh gosh, Colossus. I forgot his name. Colossus. Thank you, Colossus. Colossus. Um Caesar and Colossus will come on and, and give like a Monday message and get everybody all ready for the week. And it's always one of just love and support and it's really fun to see those two. They're pretty cute.
1: And to get back to the equine therapy for the vets, I think every horsewoman knows that their horse is their therapy. And to me, equine therapy might be one person and one horse, or it might truly be an organized sup- support thing like was and horses. But we all know equine therapy is real, <laughs> And yes. we need it, and we want to support it. Yes.
3: Yeah. Karen has always communicated best and around horses, be it when I was growing up and being a quiet teenager, she would take us out, saddle up the horses, and find out what was happening in our lives. Or she's written books. She's also written books about how um equine therapy can help you. And then she um, put this Facebook page together, and so she took all her talents and was able to combine them into this Facebook page, Aging Women, that has found a niche that many women have responded to from across the world. And I'd like mm-hmm. to say to your listeners, if they would please like to join us, we would love to have them, and I would beg them to answer the questions, because we yes. only have three questions for people to answer Basically saying, "Hey, are you a horsewoman and will you be nice?" And if you can
0: answer those questions, then we let you in the group.: Yeah, it seems like a pretty easy way to enter the group, and you know, those rules are fairly basic. Being kind and being a horsewoman, and that definitely fits our audience and who they are. We love to say that our audience is. Kind and knowledgeable with horses, and always willing to learn more about horses and I think that that fits in well with your little niche that you have going on and you know I'm excited to see how many of our listeners want to join your group, and I hope that they let us know that they joined your group that would be fantastic,
2: would be fantastic. yeah we'd we'd welcome them with open arms, you know the more the merrier this is. Just one of those things where the more we have, the more we can do, the more we can share, and it's just like snowball, just snowball effect.
1: And and on aging horsewomen, owning a horse does not make you a horsewoman, and not owning a horse doesn't mean you are no longer a horsewoman. We have many women who can no longer own horses due to physical or economic reasons, but they're still horsewomen, and we welcome them. We are old enough to see the change that, that happened to us because of this thing
3: called life. Sometimes we can look back and say, hey, look what I survived. Sometimes maybe going through something that seems insurmountable, and at other times we're forced to admit that life has fucked us off and now we're afraid to get back on. But regardless where any of us are in this process of life, Someone else has been there. Someone else can offer support or just a place to vent. And once again, so many of our members have said, I cannot post this on my own Facebook page. But because we're a private group, they feel safe sharing information and heartache that they don't want to share with anyone else in their lives. And what a compliment that is to us at the end of the day to know that Because Jaren started this group, because Julie has worked so hard to keep it safe and happy, that other people feel like they can unburden their souls with us.
0: I think that your group has so much potential. And I also noticed that among your group, they don't even have to personally post a post. I saw that, I believe it was one of the admins, posted the post for the original poster anonymously that way she didn't even have to share her name in the group and being a safe place like that is so unique especially online because online is just such an open place that anybody can kind of seep into your life and to be able to share and ask questions without people digging in deeper and trying to get to know you when you don't want that is really important
2: well and it it doesn't come about without a lot of work too it's um you know on occasion some of the newer members they haven't quite figured out what we're all about and we are really lucky that facebook gives us tools that we can you know give them a warning um if they're judgmental, if they're rude, if they, you know, post or say something that violates our very simple guidelines, um, we're lucky enough that we have tools. And the ladies are really good about reporting posts that violate our guidelines. So they've, the members really kind of self police the group and they've made our job a lot easier.
1: And without Facebook, I in very rural Arkansas with intermittent Wi-Fi and a cell phone that sometimes gets one bar, there's no way I could be talking with someone in Australia or Bulgaria or anywhere else. But Facebook has made this group possible for us. And it's, I having grown up long before internet, I still don't understand how it works, but it's amazing. It truly
3: is. And I'd like to add on a note um, about the menfolk that may be listening to this. We're not trying to leave anyone out, but we focused on women and aging women because our needs and things we would like to share can sometimes feel very private. Maybe we feel a little bit too much pride to talk about incontinence in front of other people or any other issues that we have going on. And so by keeping it focused on the women, it's truly really lets it continue to be a safe spot for us to share our
1: issues and be the sisterhood that we want to be. There are very few men who understand the problem of the ladies women wear on our chest. And when a horse is trotting Mm -hmm. and you're past 60, what that involves.
3: (laughs) 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 Or how hay gets stuck in certain places, (laughs) no matter how (laughs) many layers of clothes you have on, you (laughs) go back in with your barbed wire bra. And so, you know, we, we can laugh at ourselves in this place. Other people get it. Other people know that we're hurting really bad. That stupid animal threw us off yet again, but we can't wait to get back there after we've taken off the cast and go and see that animal again. And so it's a place that we can talk to each other and go, oh, I'm laid up. Send me pictures of your horse because right now I can't see mine. And instead of going, oh, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you selling that animal? We can go, oh, honey, I've been there. I've done that. Hang on. You've got this. And here's what my certainly animal did to me. And, you know, as horse people, we know the animals that we're working with think for themselves, have good days, have bad days. And sometimes we pay the price for this crazy hobby or profession that we've gotten into. And it's nice to have people that understand it and support it instead of going, oh, you should just sell off that creature and move on.
0: Yeah, horse people are a special breed of people. And I think being able to form... A community of them just is unique and allows for, like you all have said numerous times, that safe space. Because I know personally I will post some things on Facebook and my friends on Facebook who have zero clues about horses just don't quite understand why I'm so upset because my horse has a tummy ache. They don't understand that tummy exactly. ache to to
1: something <laughs> mm-hmm. so much exactly. greater. Yeah, so, right. so what's the big deal, a tummy ache? And, you know, yeah. get on to life. Quit worrying about the silly horse. we got important things to talk about.
2: Yeah, or so what if your horse's foot is sore? What does that mean? Yes. You know?
1: Yes. And, and you need to share these concerns with people who instantly have empathy for what you're feeling.
0: Exactly. And I love that there are Facebook groups. Being a moderator of several Facebook groups that we have for Horse and Rider, I know that we have community and we're trying to build more of that because we know that there is a need out there for that. But what you're doing is just so above and beyond what even we are doing as a brand that has thousands and thousands of readers and now listeners thanks to this podcast. So kudos to you guys for what you're doing. It's an important job to you know provide a home for horse women and horse people in general because like we just finished talking about horse people are different and we have different sorts of problems that not a lot of people understand. One of my favorite articles that I've written are you know you're a horse person when, and it's just all the funny, silly things that, you know, you mm-hmm. cluck at your child to get it to move, or you find hay somewhere where it shouldn't be as you're walking mm-hmm. to a meeting. Where it be? Oh, 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 you're in Walmart, instead of saying, excuse me,
1: you apply pressure to somebody and angle <laughs> your hand so they know the correct way to move.
0: Yes. Yeah, or get <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't look
0: so good in Walmart. We <laughs> battle in the stable. <laughs> exactly, but we can all be our silly little horsewomen selves in your Facebook group, thanks to you, Sharon, and the rest of you, Julie and Dawn, as moderators, and everybody else who is involved in the group. I know that I thank you for allowing me to join and now be a part of that community. Well, we are certainly glad to have you, and if others are so
1: interested. We welcome them.
0: Yes, great. Absolutely.
3: I wrote down the information of that. Where you know, like um, Juliet said, we're had our fifty thousand member mark hit on our three year anniversary. We get one point one million interactions each month, and so that's a whole lot of people talking to each other, and it's just. 99% positive people here want to be here and they want to show support and they want to receive support. And we truly do laugh with each other and cry with each other and offer advice. And anyone that wants to join this community, we really would love to have you. And I think you'll be able to find something that you're interested in. We don't care... Rather you just go out and pet your miniature pony or if you are an inventor um, western English it matters not all that we care about is that you want to be here and that you are related to the horse world somehow
2: I think also that um, everywhere you turn you're inundated with political stuff and bad news and you know, negativity, and even though because our group is so big, and like Don said, you know, we have millions of interactions, um, the nice thing about this group is that it's kind of a vacation from that, and yeah. a few of our ladies have said, you know, the Aging Horsewomen group has completely taken over my Facebook feed, and they're right. Um, it's all about learning how to use your controls and decide, you know, what you want to see, but... <laughs> But really, when you think about it, what a better thing to see on social media is people being supportive, building community, building friendships, building relationships. And I think that's the best thing that we do is we network and we build relationships.
1: And I think Dawn and Julie did fantastic on saying what we do. And many of our women state, I start my day on a positive note with aging horsewomen, or I finish my day on a positive note with aging horsewomen. And that's a real compliment to the group.
0: So for anybody who is wanting to join the Facebook group, What are the steps that they can do? Can they just find you on Aging Horsewomen International by searching in the Facebook search bar? Is that the best way to kind of find the Facebook group and then press join and answer the questions that you guys have?
1: That's a great way to do it.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Sharon. Go ahead.
0: I I was just going to say, as a
1: totally non-tech person, that's the only way I know And in aging horsewomen put I-N-T-L because it's abbreviated and there might be something else that says international and that wouldn't be us. We're just I-N-T-L.
2: Yeah, the other thing that they can do too is um, they can invite their friends, their family, um, anybody that they think would be a good fit for our group. We are still going through and hand-selecting the members. So, anybody who does put in a request to join, we read those. You know, the answers that they provide. We make sure that they've agreed to abide by our group guidelines. Uh, I know some of uh, many of our members have invited other members. I know Facebook has this algorithm where, if um, there's a, a area of interest on somebody's page, uh, our group will pop up as one of their options about groups or uh, that they can join. And of course, you know, the billboards and the bus station posters certainly don't hurt.
0: Awesome. So listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. And even if you don't join the group, at least check it out because they are doing amazing, amazing things and you want to see what they're doing. I know that now that I'm a member, I'm excited to start my morning off with Aging Horsewoman and end my day with Aging Horsewoman because these three ladies are inspiring and doing great things out there for not just horsewomen, but women in general, and in today's day and age, we know that that is super important. And for this episode's Horse of the Week, we have a horse, brought to you by A Home for Every Horse, which was created in 2011 and result to a partnership between the Equine Network, the nation's leading publisher of equine-related content, and the American Horse Council's United Horse Coalition. The program provides resources for 501c3 horse organizations. Visit ahomeforeveryhorse.com for more information. This week's horse is Capri, and Capri is a 2006 titled BLM Mustang mare, and let me tell you, her photo, she definitely is a looker, and she has such a kind eye, she looks like such a sweet mare, so I think she would be great for somebody looking to do some partnership work, and just do all sorts of riding with her, she looks like she could do trail riding, hit the show pin for the local shows, do some fun show events, just pretty much anything you want to do, she looks like she can do it, she looks built well and whatnot. She is broke to ride, but she has a sensitive demeanor, but she's very willing, especially once she trusts you. Uh, So she really needs a person that will take their time allowing her to build up her trust, not somebody who just wants to hop on and ride. She needs a little bit of work just building the trust, not so much on the riding. She has received a 90-day refresher in the arena, and she's up to date on everything. Her adoption fee is $2,000, but That includes 30 days of additional training. So you really get your bang for your buck with this mare. Um, You don't have to pay any extra for any more training because that is included in her price. Her temperament is about a 5 on a scale of 1 to 10, so she's right there in the middle. Maybe not perfect for a beginner rider, but somebody intermediate, advanced that wants to take on the idea of having a Mustang. That would be pretty darn cool. She is located in Yamhill, Oregon, so we've kind of switched coasts on you guys. We've been doing quite a few horses over there on the East Coast, so here's a horse on the West Coast for all of you listeners. Um, She's about 15 hands, chestnut, really just a pretty looking mare. If you are interested in Capri, head over to ahomeforeveryhorse.com, click on Adoptable Horses, and from there, that will take you to equine.com where you can search for Capri. And if you're not interested in Capri, just browse around the other horses. Maybe you'll find that companion or riding horse that fits for you. And if you do adopt a horse from A Home for Every Horse, be sure to let us know. We want to know your story. We want to know how the adoption went. Um, If you even want to wait a little while after you adopt to tell us more in depth of your story, we want to hear it. So shoot us an email, give us a phone call, reach us any way you want to reach us, and we will listen to your story. So be sure to check out any horse on ahomeforeveryhorse.com because they are all great, and we want them all to be adopted. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Ride Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this profile. As always, remember to go subscribe so you get a notification every time we release a new episode. While you're there, why don't you give us a rating? We want to know how we're doing, and this also helps other listeners find us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you next time!